0: everybody. I'm Lauren. I'm Emma. And you're listening to The Overview.
1: Hi, Emma. Lauren. Emma. I'm so happy to be back talking to you. Obviously. I talk to you every week, but I just feel like when we do this, I am just so focused and I get so excited and I get to be with my best friend and talk about things that are important to me every week. Yeah, it makes it more focused,
0: and we give ourselves a time limit.
1: Yep, we are like set in and, stone. You know, we
0: kind of talk about what we we're going to talk about beforehand, but it's fun to. Yeah,
1: we plan. We're planners. We're not. To we're a not, point. We're not. We're not like outrageously on the spot. Sometimes we're not, but you know, we're getting better at this. I think. I think we're being more comfortable because we're like, learning a lot. We've we've talked about some pretty heavy topics and some lighthearted topics, and I just have to say, wow, just wow. How are, are you enjoying this so far? I like it. I I really like that there are people that we know who are enjoying it. And I hope that there are people that we don't know that are enjoying it. But I think what I get like the most joy out of is just sitting here, hanging out with you, talking about stuff that's important to me in my life, and then listening to the people who we do know go, wow, that was awesome. Or like, I can't wait to listen to the next one. So yeah, or give feedback. Or, or give feedback. Yeah. Oh, we've been getting a lot of constructive feedback, which I really appreciate. I didn't realize how many of my friends are podcast listeners. Yeah, me either. Right? So like, they are so in tune to like what is good and what is not good. And I think that's been really helping us stick to a nice schedule. Yeah, so tell us what you want to hear and tell us what we can do better. Yeah, absolutely. I think by documenting the two of us, talking about things that, revolve around you and me. But also, we're going to start diving into those heavier topics about things that we are really interested in, you know? And care about. Yeah. And care about. And we want to really talk about things that other people care about, too, because, like, I need a perspective that's not just my own, you know?
0: Yeah, we did a lot of background. Now we'll kind of shift from talking so much about us to just general topics that are interesting.
1: Yeah, and Lauren and I have been discussing a lot about having some people on the podcast with Really diverse backgrounds. So we can hear about things just like how we talked about how we think our friends in different fields are fascinating. Other people that we know and don't know are also really fascinating. Absolutely. So, Lauren, guess what today is? What day is today? Today, we're going to wrap up our background and give our fans lol. We have fans. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we have so many fans. We have so many fans.
1: No, we're just going to talk about um, why Lauren and I are so interested in STEM. You know, we love science and art and architecture and engineering and we're like, "What? why it's important. Women! But like, now we're <laughs> going to talk about <laughs> where we started, right?
0: Yeah, I think it. I, I would like to kind of document that journey of what brought your interest to STEM and who influenced you to get to where you are now because- it is so important for young girls to be engaged. And we need more young girls and minorities in STEM fields to have a better future. Literally, there's statistics proving that. Yeah. Right? And so addressing how we got involved gives our perspective.
1: Yeah. And, and I think and- our perspective also encompasses probably things that not everybody knows about us. And I think I, I haven't prepared for this except for one detail. And so I don't really necessarily know what I'm going to remember as to why I wanted to do this. You know, there might be some new things I didn't realize that are important to me. Do you have
0: a preference on who goes first?
1: Um, no. I I think what, I think a question could be like, did you always know that you wanted to be a mechanical engineer? LOL, no. Also, okay, you keep calling me a mechanical engineer, which is, it's true. It's fine. (laughs) Am I wrong? Are you not a mechanical engineer? Um, my degree
0: is in manufacturing engineering.
1: O-M-G. And you <laughs> I don't mind it when you call me a manu- like a mechanical engineer. I mean, they're similar
0: and it doesn't like bother me. No, it
1: bothers me. <laughs> Lauren, did I? Oh my
0: gosh, I am so sorry. No, it's, it's hard for people to remember. It's not a common. It's not like a super common major. So you're not the only person who does that, which is fine.
1: Well, it's not fine because you should be known as a manufacturing engineer. I'm so sorry. I'm very, I'm very versatile. I wear a lot of hats. Okay? I know you do. not You're very good at being able to, you know, narrow down what's important to talk about in life and how you do things. But I need to say, I, I don't think I knew that there was a difference, and I should know better. I'm just saying you should have paid attention more. I think you know, I for did. Like the last
0: um eight years <laughs>
1: <laughs> i wanted to, I, I i'm not saying anything because that would be just not good um we probably had it right at some point i'm sure i had it right I, I there's no way that i didn't have it right i'm just so bummed out that i didn't have it right right now i'll give podcast. you a little bit of a
0: breakdown i mean there's
1: lots of types can of you give me an umbrella understanding like i understand oh yeah that.
0: sure so there's lots of types of engineering this is like a super 101 like do not take notes or anything if you're listening (laughs) (laughs) hilarious uh you can get better research anyway okay engineering there's a mechanical engineering that's kind of like the most general the most diverse that's like making drawings you know i think about taking apart an engine those are like like if you just don't really know what you want to focus on mechanical engineer can kind of do it all Mm, there's electrical engineering that's what my husband is Wow, that's dealing with Electrical engineering, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle there's,
1: is an electrical engineer.
0: Yeah. And there's fields, there's different fields that you can go in with that. I am a manufacturing engineer. So that deals with, if you think about an assembly line or a manufacturing plant, it's how you build something from getting raw material in one door and then shipping a final product out the other door. That's amazing. And you want to do that most efficiently. You want to do it most cost effectively. You want to make it safe for your employees. Um, and it's all about that process of how you're going to manufacture it, how you're going to make it. Um, there's industrial engineering, which deals with more of like logistics, so kind of how you're procuring equip- equipment, material, um, how you're planning your schedule of what to make, except there's lots of logistics involved with that. And, you know, there's other types of engineering too, I'm Obviously missing some, but that's a little bit of a rundown for you.
1: Yeah, I was to say, my, my brother-in-law is a chemical engineer, which I think is really interesting. Yes, my I best don't... friend studied chemical engineering. Well, all right now,
0: people. Y'all are smart. And my mom is a chemical engineer. I probably should say that, too. So you were just kind of surrounded by There's engineers. material science engineers. My mm-hmm. brother's a material science engineer. Yeah, it's kind of funny. And, like, I totally, like, it was a major surprise that I turned out to be an engineer, I'll tell you that. What do you mean? Well, we'll talk when we kind of get into it more. It definitely, um, like growing okay. up, nobody guessed that as the outcome.
1: You know, I think about that a lot with my friends and like the different fields that they're in. And I don't think I pinpointed a lot of them. It yeah, just, I, you know. I,
0: now that I'm thinking about it too, I agree.
1: I didn't mean to assume, but I, I just, I just some, some of my friends, are just what they do now. I'm like, wow, okay.
0: All right. So random question that I'll ask you. So we're talking about STEM. So if you don't know what STEM is, STEM is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So it's those four fields and it kind of encompasses those technology, science, mathematic-based studies and career paths that people can choose. Um, But I wanted to ask you because recently, you know, people are also talking about STEAM. Yes. Which is S-T-E-A-M. Heck yeah, man. Shout out to the A. A for architecture. Which A is for arts. A for architecture. A for all the things that are creative. So maybe we should start
1: saying STEAM. We can start saying STEAM. I like it because we definitely put STEAM in the things that we do at work. We like to encompass all and I think STEAM is becoming more of like a good conversation around why A is important too, because people forget that just because I'm in architecture doesn't mean I didn't take physics. I don't know my calculus and my algebra and my geometry. Like I know a lot of things that have to deal with building a building. And of, of course, course. Ah, we just did it at
0: the same time. Sorry. Um, but And structures and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Structure, load bearing, all the things that take to build the building. So STEM is important to me because I never knew that young girls could be in a world where technology and science and and working with your hands and having a say in what is created in technology could be for our future. And it's feasible, right? And it's feasible. And it's really simple to get involved when you know where to find the right resources and the tools. And not only is it simple, it's necessary. Oh, and we're going to talk about that later and in another episode too because Lauren and I's passion about STEM for young girls is so essential to our future generations. Absolutely. Okay, but like now about you and me. Okay, so what made you interested
0: in STEM? When were you like, hmm, architecture?
1: It's funny because I grew up, knowing that I always wanted to be an artist, so most of my early memories of school included being in art club, um, taking art classes. Uh, I remember I had an elective simply about different mediums of art in high school, but I had this weird conversation with my parents one day about what that meant for my future, and I learned about Picasso and Van Gogh and Monet and stuff revolving around when those particular people got the credit that they deserved and it was after they died Mm -hmm. and I just thought to myself I'm not seeking recognition in my lifetime but I definitely don't want to miss out on a chance to be a part of something and I didn't really think about that until probably early high school when I was like I don't want to be known for anything or engage with anything when I die. And so art was like, okay, well, I'm really good at math. And I was really grateful that I was a part of math growing up in multiple ways, whether that was after school club for math <laughs> nerd, um, or I was a part of advanced math classes that I met a teacher that was like, hey, we have this elective where we do architectural engineering introduction. It has a combination of both. Why don't you try that? And that's when I was like, what? Art? Architecture? Is art and math together? Who knew? Super right, cool. Perfect world. Perfect world. So that was pretty much the, the startup. But I was all about art. I wanted to be a painter. I wanted to be a sculptor. I wanted to be, you know, really, you know, I don't, I don't even know the term right now because I'm not PC on the ar- architecture or the, the artist style of me, but. Um, When I was a kid, I can remember drawing all the time, sketching all the time, uh, creating things with my hands. Most of my gifts I gave people were things I made. Uh, I played with Lincoln Logs and Legos, you know, the typical response. So I don't know. I just kind of always knew I wanted to be in something that I could create on paper in 2D and then see it in real life in 3D. Like that was so impactful to me. I love that. Yeah, thank you. Um, what about you? When it, like, I know you didn't always know you wanted to be a manufacturing engineer. I got it right. Love it. Um, but was there like something that you can recall as a kid, or or like when you got older that was like, yeah, this is the field I want to be a part of?
0: Yeah. So like when I was talking about, definitely nobody would have guessed that I would be an engineer, right? So like previously I talked about I was in the special English class because my reading levels were low. So like wasn't Mm. the wasn't the brightest kid in the bunch and so like i knew that i didn't think i was really much of anything to be honest um so once math got kind of introduced once math started getting going i don't know what grade it was but whenever x enters your math class and you start to do really simple equations like you know one plus x equals five solve Mm -hmm. for x x equals four whatever yeah that like blew my mind i was like oh wow like It made perfect sense. I was like, okay, well, I'm good at math. And that was like the first time I was ever good at anything in school, right? So that's awesome. And so cut to high school. If you asked me if I was smart, I would have told you absolutely not. All my friends were like the smartest people in school. I thought I was absolutely nothing. I thought I was stupid. I, you know, I was just happy to be in a regular English class by then. And like, I was so good at math. In my math courses that like Mm. one time I missed a test and my teacher didn't even make me make it up. She was like, Lauren, you have 100%. I'm just going to give you an A. (laughs) Like she was like, you don't even need to take it again. Right. Or like if there was a student that was missing, my math teachers would ask me to teach that person whatever they missed the day prior. Did you ever associate
1: that with like you are now smart?
0: Absolutely not. No. Interesting. I was just good at regular math. Which I didn't think was that hard. Yeah. So I didn't really think I didn't give myself any credit for that. Shout out to my sophomore math teacher though in high school because she was like, "Lauren, you need to do honors math." And I was like, "Are you sure about that?" She was like, "Yep, you should do it." So I did, and I, you know, I totally kept up, able to do that. So happy that she pushed me and recommended me for that. But yeah, the moment that really changed everything. Sophomore year, I was in woodshop because I really liked working with my hands. I thought it would be fun. I ended up really loving it. My woodshop teacher legitimately, like, found me in the hallway one day, like, sought me out and was like, hey, Lauren, we're doing this engineering program. I'm getting a group of all girls together to do this small engineering competition, and I want you to be in it. That's amazing. And I was like, haha, you're insane. What are you talking about? (laughs) I was like, why?
1: What did you, did you did you just not believe them like that you weren't like qualified?
0: Yeah, I was. I was like, "Excuse you, eng engineer what? Engi- and <laughs> Enjo Engi- what? Engi- what do you want me Buddha, to?" do? I was wanna... like, "No, I'm just in a wood shop. Like you, you measure stuff and you cut stuff." Like, right, right, <laughs> right. That's funny. And my teacher was like, "No, Lauren, like you're gonna do a really good job, and we have these other girls that are gonna that have signed up too, and I want you to do it, and I think it'd be good." And I was like okay, because I was a good student, you know, I wasn't gonna like say no to a teacher, right? Sure, sure. But you you had no idea that what it was in about, right? Like you? Yeah. And like, you know, it really didn't even matter what it was about. You know, it was a small engineering competition. We, you know, it was a group, you had to solve this problem, you had to build this prototype of something to get, you know, get something to do something, whatever. And we did the competition, it was fun. But really, it had nothing to do with that. It was the fact that this teacher, Mr. Green, looked out for me. He knew, he saw that inside of me. He saw that problem-solving thinking. He saw that I had that mindset that I could excel in his classes. So then after that competition, he was like, oh, next semester, you're going to take my engineering class. And I was like, ha ha, no. And he was like, no, I want you to sign up for it. I think it'd be good. Like, I think you'll like it. And then I had that same moment of like, wow, like I can draw something on 2D. I can see how it moves. I can create it in 3D. I can create it on a computer. Yeah. And that was like everything changed after that. Yeah. I think. Absolutely. And I owe everything to that teacher for seeking me out. And I ended up being, you know, in a part of different clubs and just continually pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Until I was like, hey, like, I'm not the dumbest person in the room. Like, no, oh I yeah. I was like, I'm good at this. I'm good at math. Like, and then you start to build that confidence because when you're young, um, we'll talk about this later. You know, you're you're taught that you're not that smart, or you're not good at this,
1: or you're not good at that. Right. When you were done, and Mr. Green showed you this course, and you were able to see what you could do with your own brain, were you like, aha, this is it, like. This is something that not only clicks with me, but I can now see what people are seeing in me. I
0: think it was an aha as in like, I could be good at this. I was like, I need to know more about this. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to take all the other classes available and also checking our privilege. We were so, so lucky that we went to a large school that had engineering classes, it had woodshop, it had architecture classes, it had art classes. And without that, I would absolutely not be an engineer 100%. Yeah,
1: it really makes you think inwardly and say, you know, I am so grateful for the opportunities that I was given, not only by my school, but like, I'm so grateful that I'm a part of a community that offers these technology courses. You know, we had that trade school course that people could go off campus. Remember, I remember a good friend of ours. He went and learned how to be a paramedic. If if we didn't have that opportunity, I don't think he would be a firefighter right now. You know, I, if we didn't have these courses that we were taking, I don't yeah, think we'd be in the grateful. field. Oh, my gosh. And I feel similar. You know, I also had some teachers that, you know, really impacted me kind of like Mr. Green for you. Like VP was my dude who was, was like, Emma, like your brain works in a very special way. Come take this course. I never thought that I could ever think this way. I didn't realize that the that challenging myself to see something in 2D to 3D in a software that wasn't typical math, science, English, history, you mm-hmm. know, it was, it was something that was really thrilling for me. I looked forward to going to school. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's engaging. It was engaging. Because and I-
0: we had that mindset.
1: Yeah. And I don't know about you, but like I was very grateful that VP was a kind of teacher that was a little hands off. Like he introduced the course to us. He talked about the lesson of the day and we learned the new software technologies. But like he would give us the sheet and be like, go, go figure it out. Like, go mess with it. Go, you know, Mm -hmm. try to make the thing on the paper. And if you have problems, like raise your hand. But, like, use your brain and continually... Yeah, you
0: have to figure it out.
1: Yeah, you have to figure this out. Like, th- this is your job. And, like, that's how I learned. Um, Because of our two-campus split situation, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who on the... Like, did you start at the original campus and the second campus? Or, like, were you only at last couple years of school? or? I
0: took my woodshop class and got involved in the first engineering thing sophomore year. Okay. And then... The rest of high school, I took all the other classes I could possibly take. Yeah, same. Even seeking out like extra things I could do. Yeah. Um, And then I was a part of a robotics club, which I was totally scared to join. I was, went to, and Mr. Green was in charge of it, and I went to him, and I was like, I'm thinking about joining it. He was like, good, I want you to join. And I was <laughs> like, you do? I was like, there's no way, right? And um, so he was continually there through my senior year of yeah. like, just having the confidence in me that i didn't have in myself
1: that's awesome i i didn't go to um competitions like that but we did do architecture competitions so i learned cad early on and i got to go with like my class of like a couple people who got chosen we went and we competed against other schools to finish like a prompt so like you were given a set of plans for example that's and you cool. had, and you had to build the thing in a time limit and you had to be Quick and efficient, mm-hmm. and like they didn't give you all the information, so you had to imply what was happening. um I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> um I think I won maybe one award, but like I didn't think that I was. But cut it doesn't out. like it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't important. That wasn't the important yeah. Part. It doesn't matter. It's the experience. No. It's yeah. The
0: learning that you have that within you.
1: Yeah, and I think the cool part on top of that is learning. Or rather, that, sorry to interrupt you. Unlearning.
0: Oh yeah, what you were brought up in.
1: Right and. To continue the unlearning thought, I thought architecture was all about building houses. Like, I thought it only entailed making residential homes. So when I took all these courses, I was like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) It's so much more. It's so much more than this. And the information that I have to maintain, I'm a jack of all trades, dude. Like, I have to learn structural, electrical Uh, you know, I have to learn how the plumbing operates. I have to learn not only what the building aesthetically looks like, but if it can physically endure those stressors. And weirdly enough, I loved those classes in school because they were like a puzzle to me. And even one of the classes that I did take, the first half of the course was we had to build a chair out of cardboard without using tape or glue or any sort of adhesive. And it had to be structurally sound for a person to sit on and use. And they had we had to create a desk as well. That is so fun. So I just loved it because it was like every day he was like, "Okay, how do we make this solid so that a body can sit on it and you're not crushed?" And Mm -hmm. like the there was like a like a limit test, you know, like he had to be able to sit and like push himself onto it and then like lean on the desk really hard. And make sure that, like, n- you know, nothing fell off of it. And there was, like, a weight distribution, too, thing. What? I
0: That's made, crazy.
1: I made the coolest chair ever. I have this picture of me sitting on it. It was, like, kind of lean back. And you could, like, kind of crouch your body on top of it. it. I don't know. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But, you know, that that moment was, like, okay, I belong here. Because I was in band, too. You know, I played the tuba, if no one knows. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I had, like, other creative outlets. But like this is the coursework that made me really work my brain to the max, and I and loved being. And it was fun. It was so fun. I and I was so grateful that we had CAD too. You know, like we had three D yes, absolutely three D CAD and and CAD for you know line work and whatever. But like learning all those commands early in school helped me in college and helped yeah, it gives me you and helps me now at my advantage. job. Whoa, so cool. And it was cool. Sorry, I keep saying the word cool, but like I just thought I was the queen of the world. Like (laughs) I could read plans, I could understand how things were put together. I could take things apart and put them back together and still know those layers. And then I was like, and oh, my gosh!' Of, like
0: using your brain in a different way than you ever have before and being good at it. yes, was not something I'd ever experienced before. yeah,
1: i I don't know about you, but like a lot of my friends took a took AP courses in high school, and I never did. and you I felt like I. I felt like an outsider because I felt really dumb, and my mom and my dad were like, "You have always told us that you want to be well balanced. You don't need to be the smartest person in the room." You need to be someone that has good integrity. You need to work hard. You need to show up, right? So like I become a good socializer. You know, I'm now a really good speaker. You might not hear that here, but <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I'm not afraid of crowds. And that was because architecture showed me how to use that side of my brain. Yes, that's interesting. It it's, It is it is kind of interesting, but I, I don't think I really was interested, though, in STEM and STEAM until college, you know, because I think that's where I was really interested in you learning. You made that decision. Yeah, that was when it was like a definitive time where I was focusing my energy on architecture you know what I mean Mm -hmm. versus like high school like you're still dealing with all the other social anxieties like boys and friend groups that are gossiping about people and you know so like there wasn't like a hundred percent of my time yeah given to that so thinking
0: about you know we we went to college we did the thing yeah we somehow we made it through (laughs) with our degrees right when you look back what's the kind of what do you feel do you feel like appreciation do you feel like what do you mean by
1: appreciation like to the teachers oh yeah Ugh. i don't think i i could be in this position right now if i didn't have those mentors oh i 100% would not
0: be an engineer if it wasn't for those for those teachers that helped me discover yeah
1: and i'm I'm like I kind of want to shout someone out if you don't mind absolutely um, I wrote this letter uh to the two teachers from our high school, and I kind of wanted to read it.
0: That's so fun. <laughs> I have done that in the past, like when I went to college um, <laughs> when I graduated college, like, yeah ap- like I've definitely i um have seen those teachers many, many times and thanked them many times and let them know that they're the reason where I, that I am where I am.
1: I think the problem I had was not that I didn't want to write the letter sooner, or I I tell them if I see them, like, thank you, like, look what I'm doing now with my life. But, you know, as as the years pushed on, I, it's not that I forgot about anybody. It's just I was so focused on trying to do better mm-hmm. that, it just, it kind of slipped my slipped my brain, you know? So I think, if it's okay, I'm going to read this. And I would love, it. I would love for them to listen. Maybe if they get a... Or you
0: need to send it to them. After. We
1: should send it to them. Okay, totally. Dear Mr. VP and Dr. K, I wanted to write you this letter to thank you for all the times you inspired me to continue in architecture. It's because of your integrity and your ability to see my potential. I am where I am today. I wouldn't have gone on in high school without knowing that I had a great mentor like you to keep me encouraged and curious. It is essential to have teachers who looked past my gender and my skills to see what I could have become. I'm here today just to tell you that I got a bachelor's of science in architecture, a master's in architecture, a certificate in construction management, and now I have a job in architecture. Not only do I feel this in me and that this is a part of me, but I have now a firm that believes in me and they are continuously teaching me how to become a great architect. And I'm thankful for you to get me here. It's because of you that I wanted to explore STEM outside of school, and when I was in graduate school, I really realized how important it was to focus my research on how to extend my knowledge to help young girls with all types of backgrounds to have a dream like mine to be in STEM. I found that your constant support pushed me to ask better questions, so I'm so grateful and thankful. But thank you for being a great teacher and a continuous mentor in my life. And I mean that to the fullest, you know? Oh, that's so sweet. I just, I never realized how essential they were because there was at no point when we were in school, that either of them told me that I wasn't good enough. Yeah. And, in fact, they do the
0: opposite. They're validators. They're there. validators. So, I can't tell you how many times I said, like, I don't know how to do that. I can't do that. And they were like, yeah, you can go figure it out. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, I
1: can do that. Yeah. And and it it's so empowering now, right? We We did the school. We're doing the career to see those people as exactly who they were when we were in school, right? I would have never done this if someone mm-hmm. didn't say, Emma, you should try the architecture program.
0: Honestly, I feel so like, I don't want to say bad. It's so sad looking back how much I needed that.
1: Well that's how the best part about teachers.
0: Somebody to show me that I was smart, I didn't know. And yeah. girls right now, they don't they just
1: don't know. know. They don't realize because they That's
0: just crazy to me
1: but like that's like that's a huge shout out to teachers like thank you to the teachers heroes thank you they
0: they're the ones that encourage literally changing lives every single day
1: every day they encourage those little ones to push their limits and to see beyond what's in front of them right if someone didn't tell me that like the world outside of school is going to be better for me with all of my dreams I would have said, you know, screw this. I'll just continue to do art because that just, I guess, makes sense. I would have
0: been like, oh, I'm good at math. Like, I would honestly, I'd be like an accountant right now or like, yeah, and I'd probably like like it, but I wouldn't have this passion. I wouldn't have discovered this problem solving brain of mine.
1: And I'm curious, too. Well, I'm not really curious anymore. I'm I'm mostly hopeful that there are people who understand the importance of a mentor and like what it meant for us to f- have someone that would encourage us so much every day about every little thing and mm-hmm. and and kind of punch that negative voice out of our head. Like you are good enough, Lauren. You can do this, Emma. You don't need to feel stupid and dumb. Yeah, your brain is different.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk about this so much more, but like it just, it's important to give back.
1: Absolutely. And it's important to reflect on the people who we should give back to, the organizations we should give back to, mm-hmm. the resources and tools that we may not have known.
0: Or how can, yeah, and how now that we're out and now that we are living a professional career, how can we mentor? How can we yeah, engage girls in STEM? Because it is so important. And you know we'll discuss those things in the future.
1: I my hope for the two of us. Because we have really spoke heavily about this. In our own time is that we find a way to get involved in the schools and show young girls what it's like to be a working woman in STEM and STEAM. And I don't know what that means and I don't know what that is, but like I just want to put that into the world and manifest it somehow. Because I love reading about women and I love reading about women who went above and beyond because they were passionate about something Mm -hmm. and they, they knew that this was a part of them. I don't know, but something about understanding that our environments and our background influenced us as people just makes me feel so good that there were teachers that I did like (laughs) that actually did help me because I was not a big fan of school all the time. And I know that's really hard for people to, to say out loud because... You don't want to hear that you know, school sucks and school's not great, but it's like there's no way to go around it by uh, by not saying, you know what, I didn't want to go to school every day. Yeah. And school thank is God. Hard. Education is great. Learning Correct. is great. Knowledge is great. School
0: is hard. School you know, is I, hard. I am I'm not an A student. I absolutely almost have never have been. Um, like, it didn't come naturally to me. Totally, so when I had things that I excelled at and was good at, but then, hey, you go to college and you go to engineering school and it's really, really hard. I'm not an a student, oh my I'm not gosh, a test taker, right, so no. getting through that too, and just you know, not not letting it define your worth
1: right, and I think that's something that maybe we could talk about when we really dive deep into what stem is and what young girls need and what young boys need is that they need people on their side to continually encourage them but we need to somehow show that like anxiety prone environments don't make us better learners if mm-hmm. anything it makes us more inclined to quit so it, you need to have that support system and if you don't like this is the resources that I used, here are some things that you can read if you're a parent that has a kid interested in these fields or even remotely close to it. These are the books that I read growing up and in college. You know what I mean? Like anything Mm -hmm. that I can do to show young kids that this is where they want to put their brain, let's do it. You know? Is that crazy? Absolutely not okay, cool. That's my goal. But I think that kind of helps, right? That gives us a good enough background as to where we came from. And um, Lauren and I hope that like you have a good understanding and a summary of just who we are right now. But of course, you're going to learn more about us and why we are the way we are. Yeah, I think it gives perspective
0: background. I think it gives us relatability. Yes. To say, yes, we are professional women in STEM. Slash steam, but everybody has a journey of how they got there, and it's important for us to do outreach and lift up the coming generation.
1: I 100% agree with that.
0: It's important to appreciate the people that got you there and the support that you had along the way in that journey.
1: Yeah, and if you don't know what that means, sometimes that reflection can help encourage other people and actually encourage those people who helped you help others so give back say thank you and always remember where you came from i guess (laughs) i mean that's how i think about it yeah to each his own obviously i just want to say thank you again for everybody who's been listening thank you we really appreciate it your input is great
0: this has been another episode of the oak view thanks for listening thanks guys Thanks again for listening to The Oakview. You can follow Lauren and Emma on Instagram at The Oak View Podcast, Oakview Podcast, O A K V I E W, or email us at TheOakviewPodcast at gmail.com.